It's time for the Red Hawk Report on 102.1 FM KXSU. And now, here's your host, Russell Brown. Good afternoon, Red Hawk Nation, and welcome back into another edition of the Red Hawk Report. Broadcasting live from the studios of KXSU 102.1 and worldwide on KXSU.org or on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Your host, Russell Brown, here alongside my partner and friend, Maz Vita Marieri. Maz, how you feeling today? Well, I don't know how I'm feeling. I'm you how I'm doing. You got these fancy, this, this broadcast studio is incredible. These fancy mics are just... A little above my pay grade, so uh, I got the equipment done. Feeling great, though. Feeling great. We got another good show on tap for you here. In a uh, well, every day we kind of give you a weather update. It's uh, overcast, not too much rain, so we'll take it here in the studios. Obviously, we're inside in a nice, climate-controlled, beautiful studio here on uh, Seattle University Student-Run Radio Station. But again, thanks for coming in for another edition of the Red Hawk Report. As we continue to keep going, we're going to recap. Uh, uh, not too busy last week as it was finals week, so a few days off in Red Hawk Athletics. We have a great interview coming up with outfielder for softball, Mackenzie Montecaro. She'll be coming up in the second segment, and obviously, as we always do, wrap it all up with the uh, week ahead or the week that's currently going as we're broadcasting live at 5 p.m. on a Monday, so there's some events going on today as well, so we'll get through it. But uh, Maz and Russ in the studio again. Uh, well, why don't we just dive into the week here, Moz? As we said, I mean, there wasn't a really a lot going on the first four days. Monday, nothing. Tuesday, nothing. Wednesday, nothing. Thursday, nothing. To make sure the student-athletes get that student part mm-hmm. and the most important part of being a student-athlete. But Friday rolled around after baseball, because they were originally supposed to play. They got a game uh, delayed, so they ended up waiting until the weekend. As Sacramento State came to town, they hosted them over at Bannerwood Park. Had a doubleheader on Friday as the uh, the ops team switched things around. They saw rain coming, so they said, hey, let's get an open day like Friday. Looks like not too much rain. Let's push two that day. And uh, the Red Hawks had to host the Hornets there in Bellevue. They fell 0-2, to two, got shut out in game one, mm. which is a trend that we want to kind of avoid here of the, of the getting shut out. But uh, they bounced back well. Once they've been shut out in a season, as they came back nine to five to get win in game two, Trevor Antonson, Grant Heiser, and Matt Boisenhall all had a home run, and Jared Billig picked up his second win of the season while Alex Jamal got his first save. The Red Hawks are rolling here. We'll talk about that a little bit more, but uh, you know it was a rough start to the season. But I think Coach Donnie Hero, they have some injuries and things, but they're battling through and they're really showing that fight. Also going on there is uh, men's tennis. They fell 0-5 to Lamar. That was opening up their whack play. Again, this is still on Friday. Match was at a neutral site one, hosted by New Mexico State. That's how tennis kind of rolls, is having those neutral sites and having multiple matchups, not necessarily against that uh, host site. Uh, but they fell 0-5 to the Cardinals there. Softball also had the same kind of four-back going on. They had a doubleheader against CBU to open up whack play. Took both games on Friday with a final score of 5-2 and 3-2. Stephanie Madrigal picked up her 10th win of the season already in Game 1, going seven innings while giving up five hits and just one earned run. Brooke Milder and our special guest on today's episode, Mackenzie Montecaro, had a triple uh, I should say Brooke Milo had the double and uh, McKenzie had the triple there 
In game two, Grace Luterer picked up her fourth win of the year while the offense had three runs on seven hits. So good day for the uh, bat and ball sports here for the Red Hawks. <laughs> yeah, I can't complain about that. I mean, I, the weather was, you know, not the best, but both those teams showed up. And, you know, we talked about the split for uh, baseball, but softball obviously dominant over at Logan Field, uh, getting two wins over a good CBU team. Well, you like the resiliency of the baseball team, right? Yeah. Now, the women obviously softball got the two wins, which is what you want. You want to get your foot on the pedal and stay there and keep winning. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good uh, bounce back. Yeah, definitely for the baseball team there. Well, I'm talking with Coach Donnie Harrell, which I luckily get to do quite a bit, is uh, you know they they are banged up, you know, and they they beginning the season you can look at you know the record and all that but they were missing some key pieces you know jackson reed since he's been back has been big and they have certain pieces that i think once they start to gel once they get into whack play which we continue to say you know non-conference was a little bit challenging but it's a clean slate once you get to whack play that's what the what you want to be and well i won't say the record yet because we'll talk about it a little bit more uh <laughs> in the um, as we move on to saturday uh track at the oregon state pacific northwest invitational the outdoor version of that men's finished first with 74 points while the women finished second with 42 the red Hawks set seven top 10 marks and 25 personal records including a new school record in the 200 meters set by isaiah Payne. i know you were wanting to talk about track and field there but a very very good way to start the outdoor season there for track well yeah i mean what a tremendous uh, achievement by isaiah there but you know i like you know, I like to kind of peek ahead a little bit because I'm not an athlete. So, you know, as broadcasters can do that. And I noticed that, uh, you know, the Red Hawks are going to be down there for the uh, for the Oregon, uh, the Haywood Invitational. And I was like, wow. And uh, in fact, Oregon is hosting Haywood Field. They're hosting the uh, the World Athletic Championships coming to the U.S. for the first time, July 15th to 24th. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. I mean, all the world athletes in track and field are going to be in Oregon. So it's and why I bring that up, it just shows you the magnitude of that venue. You know, it's one of those Calderones, and this is a world venue that the Red Hawks are going to step into and compete. So, you know, I'm sure they're they're looking forward to that, and and Payne, you know, is obviously going to continue in terms of his uh, ascend accession, and who knows where he will end up in terms of, you know, on the world stage. That is for sure. As the uh, Saturday kept going after the great start from track, softball, uh, they came short of the sweep as the Lancers. I don't know if they got upset about the 2-0 sweep of the doubleheader. Uh, Lancers came out and thumped the Red Hawks there 12-0. But the Red Hawks still got the series win, as you say, in baseball and softball and every ball, bat, sport possible. Just win the series. If it's a three-game series, win two out of three. The Red Hawks did that. Got the series win there over the Lancers in a conference matchup. Men's tennis fell 7-0 to Abilene Christian. That was still at New Mexico State being the host. Baseball picked up their second WAC series win in a row. They took down New Mexico State two games to one, and then they took down Sacramento State in their first home WAC series. Uh, that was a slugfest, 16-13. to 13. I was talking to you before the show started. Mm-hmm. Friday went fast. <laughs> you know, both games got done pretty quickly. Second game, or the third game, I should say, total time made up for how fast Friday was because 16-13, 29 combined runs <laughs> between the Hornets and the Red Hawks over in Bellevue. Um, yeah, I just every time 
someone got the lead. More often than not, the Red Hawks got the lead. The Hornets would storm right back. Uh, you, you don't want to talk about just a hitter's game. Kyle Sherrick, Jackson Reed, and Matt Boisenhall all homered. So was that six home runs uh, through the series for the Red Hawks? Uh, they scored 16 runs on 19 hits just in the third game. Morgan White came in and picked up his second win of the year, and Alex Jamal went two for two in save conversions in the series, getting both of his saves in that series. Uh, so Donnie Harrell and the Red Hawks, four and two in conference play, currently third in the standings. They got a couple games, well, actually a lot of games coming up this week. We'll talk about a little bit later. But as you said, they're, they're starting to get into their groove. People are healthy, and this is the Red Hawks that I think people not only expected, but, you know, on paper, they were supposed to be better than that record. But once you get healthy, it's amazing what you can do. I mean, and the other thing that you know, you, you've got to give a shout out to you, you know, to the ball and bat as you're calling them athletes and teams because you and I cover basketball, um, and it's interesting because it's always hard uh, for to play a team two consecutive games. You know yep. what I mean? Let's say if you do a back to back, the WNBA does it. You know, you have, you know, it's difficult. But I mean, I just can't imagine if you play, you know, eleven o'clock game and then then you play that same team again, either that day sometimes yep. or, or the next day, right? And like you said, a series. So the mental, sure, the, the pitchers change, but it's the same teams and the adjustments that you have to make, you know, mentally and physically in your mind. And then the strategy, I mean, that's got to be difficult. Oh, 100% it is. And the Red Ox, obviously, had the number of the Aggies and the Hornets. So big, big wins there as they continue to climb up the WAC standings. We'll talk about, as I said, the uh, what's coming up later for them. But ended out the wrapping up, I should say, last week. Women's tennis fell 4 nothing at Cal Poly to uh, end the week. So ups and downs in Red Hawk athletics. Uh, I would say more good than anything. You talk about the track, having a great time, softball, baseball. Uh, tennis is getting their thing underway. So see uh, better results as the year comes on as well. But uh, overall, I think... Uh, Solid week. It's also, I believe, the first episode we haven't talked about basketball. I don't know what we're doing, you know. <laughs> well, everybody thinks we're just the basketball guys, you know. Um, uh, brackets so, busted. Bracket, yeah, we can talk you know, about the, the season's NCAA over. Tournament. I don't want to even talk. I, do, I haven't done a bracket in years just because it's it gets busted every time. Yeah. And you know how they say the 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 person that doesn't know anything about basketball and just picks mascots or you know, whatever it is, they always do better than people. I'm looking, oh, their defensive rating and this and that. That's why I stopped doing it. I just enjoy the games. Uh, you know, I don't really have a rooting interest in this year's bracket, obviously. Especially don't gamble. Yeah. Sports, you know, unless you're playing, it really it's, should be for fun. Unless yep. obviously you have, it's, you know, your Red Hawk player and, you know, we'll support you 24-7. Yep. But There's just no as, rooting interest. Yeah. Have fun. Watch the tournament. You know, I know people fill out the brackets and they do like – companies do their thing where they you know what have you but uh it's a lot more fun to just sit on the couch make some food watch games and just enjoy games i host a bracket i mean i've got 15 people in my pool oh look the, at you the, mr popular yeah, well it's not that we've been doing it forever <laughs> it's, uh, they make it easy i tell you that you know what i mean it's sure enough like you said i you just kind of go let me see uh to the right that team yeah. that team that team <laughs> But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's – and, you know, Russell, it, it looks like a lot of these sports, 
something. I was looking at the tennis right now that it's early. You know what I mean? In terms of, you know, you look out here and our weather and we've only had a couple good days, but... Uh, you know, teams are starting to kind of get in conference play and the tournaments are coming up. So, like you said at the top, you know, really it's about kind of finding your footing, you know, who you are as an identity as a player and as a team and then getting ready for the the tournament. So that doesn't change in terms of what sport it is, it looks like. 100%. Well, on that note, we will step away real quick and we'll talk with Mackenzie Montecaro, outfielder for your Red Hawk softball team. You're listening to the Red Hawk Report on Seattle University student-run radio station, 102.1 FM and KXSU. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Seattle Children's. Seattle Children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. Hope. Care. Cure. Seattle Children's. This broadcast is made possible in part by Copiers Northwest. For over 30 years, Copiers Northwest has been offering multifunction copier, printer, and software solutions for businesses and organizations in the Northwest. Swedish is proud to support Seattle U's athletic department and its students. Swedish offers programs such as charity care, research, community health, and education. More information is available at Swedish.org. This broadcast is made possible in part by Coke Zero, a proud supporter of Red Hawk men's basketball. Coke Zero has zero sugar and no calories. Coke Zero is available in stores now. Coke Zero, a proud partner of Seattle University Athletics. And welcome back to another interview here on the Red Hawk Report. We're joined by softball outfielder Mackenzie Matacaro. Mackenzie, thanks for uh, stepping into the Red Hawk Report. Thanks, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, we are in the dugout here at Logan Field as the rain has picked up. But uh, again, thanks for hopping on. We were originally going to go in the outfield, but, you know, Mother Nature in Seattle. Of um, course, yeah. Which is a perfect segue. What brought you to rainy Seattle and Seattle University? Yeah, so, um, you know, four years ago I decided that I was going to choose Seattle and um, I just really love the environment. Um, I came and visited, and I love the city. Um, I love the location of the field, the fact that it's in the city. It, it, it still kind of surprises me today that I'm playing softball, something that I love, um, in this big old city. And, you know, we hear all the sirens and stuff around us, but um, when I'm on the field, it's like there's nothing around us. So it's really cool. What is your favorite thing about Seattle University, campus-wise, let's say that? Um, what, is there a favorite spot you have or anything like that? Um, I, I really love uh, where their fountain is. You know, okay, yeah, I, um, yeah. Before COVID, I feel like I spent a lot of time over there. And um, it just I love the campus and that it's so small and it's a community. Um, I feel like if it were a bigger uh, campus, it'd be a little bit hard to get around. And so um, I really appreciate our uh, small community we have. Is there a spot that you like to go to, let's say, to get studying done? Um, I head to the library a lot. Yeah. Um, I really like outside of the library when the, it's nice and sunny. Um, usually in the springtime, it gets pretty um, a little hot, so yeah. it's really nice to be there. You are, two, or I believe, two-time now, academic all-whack. How much pride do you take, not necessarily just being an athlete, but being that student athlete and getting that award list twice? I, I take a lot of pride in that. Um, as a software player here and just as a, as a student here, you know, I want to make sure that I'm representing not only the school, um, not only my coaches and teammates, but my family. And so um, I take a lot of pride in uh, my academics and just making sure I'm making my family proud. You are a psychology major, if I'm yes. correct? What made you get into psychology of all the majors and all the choices you had? So um, I actually decided this uh, during my freshman year of uh, college here. And um, at first it was bio, and I was like, okay, let me see what I can do in medicine. Um, but then I decided to go the mental health route. And um, just with so many... Um, stressors in life today and 
Um, especially in student athletes, I really want to make an impact on student athletes' lives. Um, I'm also really interested in working with adolescents. Um, not to be cliche, but I do really want to help people out, um, especially with times of COVID and everything that's impacted our lives today. Um, it's really important to me. Well, we definitely need more people like you, so we appreciate that, of course. Um, is there a teacher that's really inspired you since you've been here that stands out as a favorite? Absolutely. Um, Dr. Spinetta, he was my biopsychology teacher, um, then turned into my statistics uh, professor. Um, he has inspired me to you know, go further um, into the career. Um, I've been able to have really good conversations with him outside of just academics, and um, he's also been a really big supporter of me on the field. Um, he watched a few games last year, watched um, some games at UW, and so um, I've really appreciated him just not only academically, but you know, supporting me with my future life. You guys had a lot of turnover last season, a lot of seniors departing. So what's it like this year stepping up and being one of those leaders, one of those vocal members as a team that still has high aspirations but still needs that strong voice? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we did lose quite a few girls, and I love them to death. Um, but I can really thank them for the leadership that they showed me because I've been able to – I have been able to take over that leadership role and that, um, you know, not only doing it um, – by example, but kind of voicing my opinion a little bit more, helping out the team a little bit better. Um, I take pride in my leadership skills and something that, you know, not having to put pressure on it, but just doing my own thing. And if I can trust myself, um, I know my teammates will trust me too. I know it's hard to believe with the rain coming down, but you guys did capture the WAC title here last, well, this, yeah, last year now. Uh, what was it like to be on this field, have the fans here and host that tournament and to be able to win it on your home turf? It was amazing. I mean, we had so many fans up in the in the stands, and being here in uh, sunny Seattle during that time, <laughs> um, it, it's an amazing feeling to just do it at home. Um, it's unreal in that you know we practice here, we work so hard here. Like our team is about work ethic, and I think the fact that we got to win it here, where we put all of our hard work in, it, it just really paid off growing up playing softball and even here at Seattle University. What's been that one road trip that you either look forward to or has been your favorite over your time playing softball? Yeah, so um, right before COVID and this year, we got to play in Palm Springs for the Mary Nutter tournament. And when I was younger, I actually grew up going to that tournament okay. to watch some college girls play. And um, I just remember going and being like, wow, like I, I hope to be there one day. And so being able to go there before COVID and being able to go here this year, it was, the environment is like no other. And you know, you got all these little girls coming up to you after the games and you know, I remember being one of those girls asking for autographs and now we have little girls coming up to us asking for autographs. And so I definitely say it's that one because of the environment. Um, I'm from Southern California, so my family gets to come. Um, it'd have to be that one. It's kind of humbling seeing, you know, going from that little girl to inspiring those little girls. So I'm sure that's always something big for the heart. Absolutely. You guys have a lot of doubleheaders with it being softball. Usually what was it Fridays? You guys have doubleheaders. What's your go-to snack slash meal in between those doubleheaders? Good question. So usually in our team room back here, uh, we'll have stuff for sandwiches. There's, there's often chips, you know, there's just kind of like lunch stuff. Um, I think my go-to is the candy. Um, coach Nice, our assistant coach, she loves. She's our. She's our. Uh, she brings our snacks for us, yeah. and so um, she always brings us some good candy. Um, I always appreciate the red vines.
Red Vines are my okay, favorite. I'm a big Red Vine fan. So, um, if I can get the Red Vines, it'll be that. Okay, okay. All right, we'll get you out of here on this and get you back into the rain. Final question. Would you rather, as someone who plays the outfield and you're a hitter, would you rather get the walk-off hit to win the game or get the huge defensive play in the outfield to secure the win? That's a good one. Yeah. I think I'd have to choose the diving play. Yeah? Um, yeah, I, I've been in situations where I've got to get a few diving plays and obviously you know hitting that walk off is awesome and just running around those bases or you know whether, whether, whether the situation is or not but I think getting that diving play is it's exciting. I, I, it's, I feel like it's the outfielder mentality right? mm -hmm. you want to get the big defensive play yeah. so uh, we appreciate that again Mackenzie Monticaro thank you for hopping on the Red Hawk Report and joining us here in uh, rainy Seattle. Thanks for having me appreciate it. Yep. Georgetown Brewing is a proud sponsor of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Georgetown Brewing Company is an independently owned Seattle craft brewery and the maker of Manny's Pale Ale. Information about their tasting room, kegs, growlers, and cans to go can be found on their website, georgetownbeer.com. Red Hawk Men's Basketball is sponsored in part by Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines is now offering enhanced cleaning measures and mask requirements on all flights. More information is available at alaskaair.com. This broadcast is made possible in part by Coke Zero, a proud supporter of Red Hawk men's basketball. Coke Zero has zero sugar and no calories. Coke Zero is available in stores now. Coke Zero, a proud partner of Seattle University Athletics. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Seattle Children's. Seattle Children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. Hope. Care. Cure. Seattle Children's. And welcome back into the Red Hawk Report here on KXSU 102.1. Miles and Russ in studio here with you. And again, thank you to Mackenzie Matakaro of Softball for hanging out with us in a rainy, rainy dugout. But we appreciate it. And again, another great interview of another great student athlete here on campus. So we appreciate it. Um, eventually, Maz, we're going to get someone in the studio so you can talk to them too because I know you like to chat it up with the student athletes as well. well who wouldn't want to talk to these amazing athletes who are doing so, again, amazing things, you know, on – on the field, if you will, all on the court as in tennis, and then uh, really dedicated to making a difference in life as a student. Yeah. Shoot. No. All right. We have great student athletes here, and the Red Hawk experience obviously is so big here, and it's nice to see the educational part, as McKinsey's shown, as we've had many different athletes now responded with their favorite teachers or, you know, what got them into, you know, anything they're doing. If we go back to Trish Jocelyn and criminal justice and what she's done or Aaron Nettles and entrepreneurship and, you know, all these different student athletes and what they're majoring in and what they want to do. And it's it's amazing to see, uh, you know, how they all come together as an athlete, but what their aspirations are outside of the field of play. You know, they can take them in so many different directions. And this is a uh, Seattle U is, you know, an esteemed days. Yeah, the top flight. If I may say as an alumni, as an esteemed alumni, I think this is an incredible, no, really, the, the Seattle U experience uh, in terms of from academia. And again, I'll repeat it in, in from the athletic perspective, but it really is makes the difference in terms of what the student athlete is here for and what they're out to change in the world. 
Uh, so go sure. Red Hawks. Go Red Hawks. Always go Red Hawks. Uh, we, let's look at the week ahead now. Uh, as we, you know, counting down here on the Red Hawk Report, men's golf kicks us off. They're going to be at the Duck Invitational in Eugene Monday through Tuesday, as you could, I think, go ahead and guess who that is hosted by the University of Oregon down there in Eugene. So they'll be there both the first two days of the week. So, I mean, as you can look at your calendar, it is currently Monday. So they are there now and will be there tomorrow. So we'll have a wrap up from what happened there on the next show. Women's tennis is in action against Santa Clara in South, uh, was it South Luis Obispo, I believe. So, yeah, California. On uh, today, <laughs> so another one in action as we speak. Baseball, hopefully, if the rain stays away again, doing my rain dance or anti rain dance. They are at Portland tomorrow. First pitch at 4 p.m. That can be seen on the WCC network. You can also short drive if you want. You can buy tickets through uh, or go, I guess, look at tickets through uh, Portland's site. They're at that's a big one. This was supposed to happen a little bit earlier. It got rained out. Mm, as imagine that. now matching up. A little shocker, <laughs> even down there. At number six, Oregon State on Wednesday. First pitch at 3 p.m. in Corvallis. That's going to be on Pac-12 Network Plus. So it's not just the, if you have cable, you're not just going to Pac-12 Network. It's on Pac-12 Network Plus, which has to be streamed. So that's going to be a big one. That's a big test for Donnie Harrell and the Red Hawks. Oregon State, I think they beat Arizona State 21 to nothing. In a conference game. I think so. Oh, uh, Oregon goodness. State's good. And we, I mean, we've known Oregon State's good, but that's a good measuring stick for the Red Hawks. Portland's, Portland's no joke either. They're, they've they've been out to a great start of their season as well. So both those are going to be tough tests. And then they come home and host Dixie State in a three-game series on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. All of those games will be on the WAC Digital Network, as are all home games at uh, Bannerwood Park. It is Little League weekend as well, so if you uh, have a Little Leaguer, make sure to bring them out. Get in more detail, you know, but always check in with promotions and Rudy the Red Hawks uh, Twitter and Instagram to see that any guy's promotions still around. Going. He's always around. Uh, he never yeah, sleeps. Yeah. He, he he doesn't fly south. No, he's hard He, he I stays admit. here in the cold. <laughs> Got to give it to the big red bird. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> the best big red bird. Um, so Dixie State, the Trailblazers are in town. For a three-game series as baseball looks to keep rolling here. Men's tennis versus Grand Canyon in Beaumont, Texas on Friday versus New Mexico State. Um, and then on Saturday, uh, on Saturday's New Mexico State on Friday is against Grand Canyon down there in Beaumont. Softball looking to continue their run and whack play as well. Have a three-game series at Utah Valley in Orem starting uh, with a doubleheader on Friday as softball usually does schedule-wise. All games will be on the WAC Digital Network if you want to check in on them. And then uh, we round out the week with uh, Roe. They're going to be at San Diego Classic on Saturday and Sunday. So, as you said, the, the sports we talked about our first couple episodes have completely flipped now. Now you're mm-hmm. starting to see the outdoor mm-hmm. sports take take over here. And, uh, you know, a full slate ahead. The WAC uh, Outdoor Championships are going to be hosted here. That's coming up soon. You know, big events going on. Baseball. I mean, they host some big games. They host Washington, Washington State. Washington State game got canceled or, yeah, well, I guess they got rescheduled, rescheduled I okay. should say. Um, so big, big opponents coming here. Washington uh, softball, one of the best in the nation as well, comes to Goodness. Logan Field to take on the Red Hawk. I mean, big events happen here on Capitol Hill, and that's just to prove that Red Hawk Athletics are a big program. Yeah, well, they're playing some of the best in the nation. There's no doubt. Oregon State is like sixth, and then uh, in terms of baseball, right? And yep. then the, the women. I haven't, ch- haven't double checked on yep. UW softball, but I, I, 
believe they're still top 10 uh, uh, at the yeah. recording of this show. It wouldn't be a shocker if they were, yeah. right? <laughs> they're very good. Perennial. Coach Jeff Hirai's squad is very good, too. So that's going to be fun uh, to watch. They have a couple of mutual opponents as well. So it's going to be fun to dissect that. This best up. is still on that team. Yeah, no, that's yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna be great, you know. So go out there and support your uh, Red Hawk Athletics, whatever sport you're most into. Or if you're just a overall fan like Boz and I, go check out everything you can uh, as we continue to get warmer weather. Fingers crossed, and outdoor things going on here. Uh, be sure to check out, and obviously, if you can never make it, be sure to check check out a uh, Go Seattle U social media to see uh, where you can stream or where you can view and this and that. That's you know always an opportunity to support the Red Hawks, and we appreciate it. If you're tuning in, you're doing your part as well, supporting these great, wonderful athletes. Um, but as we wrap up, yet another show again. Shout out to McKenzie Montecaro for hopping on the show with us here. Uh, another great, great interview. We'll have another one next week as well as we continue to build out this show. Uh, Maz again, thanks for hopping on. Thanks for having me. It's, it's always great to have you on. And, uh, you know, it, hopefully we can, you know, just keep pushing along. All these sports, absolutely. Can't <laughs> wait to come back and report. <laughs> so that does it for another episode of the Red Hawk Report. Again, if you missed today's episode or missed parts of it, you can always tune in on Google Podcast or Spotify. If you want to just check out the McKenzie Montecaro interview, that is on YouTube or on GoSeattleU.com in video form so you can see my smiling face. No, no, more importantly, see McKenzie. But uh, again, thanks for tuning in to the Red Hawk Report. As always, go Red Ox. We'll see you next time here on Seattle University Student Run Radio Station, 102.1 FM, KXSU.